This is the Maxing You Podcast. Maxing You Podcast. Where dating extraordinaire, fitness expert, and former Miss Marilyn talks all things self-growth and relationship elevation. She's got you covered on mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, relationships, and self-care. You got a girl that could finally do it all. Your one place to listen to for all the things that matter. Now, here's your host, Coach T. Hey there, it's Coach T, and we are back with another episode of Maxing You. Really excited about this episode because as you know, it's really close to the new year. And with the new year, everyone's talking about new year, new you. What does all of that mean? Well, I thought before I came on about this topic, and of course you know that we are a podcast all about maximizing the very best version of yourselves, whether it be with health and fitness or mindfulness, uh, mindset training, mental fitness, uh, whether it be with style or relationships, all those things are important to us around here. And when we think of the new year, we're often thinking about the changes that we want um, to help us start a brand new year. And one of the first areas that we start thinking about uh, is our body. And then we start thinking about the goals that we want to set and then the relationships and you know all these things. But With all that being said, I thought that I would be remiss and not a great host if I didn't say, listen, it's been one heck of a year, okay? Um, We know that 2021 was one heck of a year, so it was the year before that. And so I don't want to start this conversation by just talking about things like body and goals because a lot of people are doing that. I want to take this time to say, hey, how do we navigate all these things during all the chaos that is sometimes present in our lives based on current events that are happening, health concerns that people are having, people are you know wondering what's happening with their businesses and their jobs, all these things. All those things are just as important um, to this idea of new year, new you. Because if you are feeling like there's so much chaos in life so much uncertainty in life, there's going to be no way that you're truly going to be able to focus on creating the best version of anything, let alone yourself, because you, us, me, you know, all of us are often thinking of ourselves, you know, in last place, and we're trying to put out fires in first place. So, you know, in saying all that, I want to say, yeah, let's set intentions. Let's talk about what we can do to have the the best new us in the new year. We're going to get to that, but let's be kind to ourselves and let's also be realistic based on the circumstances that are now. So with that all being said, I'm ready to start diving in. So a lot of you know uh, that have listened to us from last year that I am a personal trainer and nutrition expert. Uh, I'm also a uh, competitor in, you know, fitness trainings. So that's something that's really interesting to me. And a lot of people listen to this show because they're always interested in learning, you know, what are some thoughts about fitness, nutrition, overall well-being, and we'll bring guests on who have conversations with us. I remember last year we had a great conversation with um, Tom Tomlow, who's a celebrity fitness uh, trainer. But what I want to talk about today on this episode is, well, what does all this look like in regard to the new year and the new you? So we know that the new year is all about setting 
intentions. And when it comes to fitness, we know that January uh, is a great month because it's the first month on the calendar. People are really excited and motivated to make changes, to see some big changes and happenings in their life. And so, you know, they reset their goals, try to get it straight and get back on a new track. But in saying all of that, I want to talk to you about some of the very tenets that I'm talking to my clients about that will be helpful to you as well as you embark on this new journey this year. So first things first, can I get an amen for being realistic? Being realistic is really important. So a lot of you think, hey, the the ball dropped. I said I'm going to lose X amount of weight. You know, it's January. I'd like to have a dry January. I would like to cut out the sugar. I'd like to cut back on the coffee. I want to be training seven days a week. You know, all these big changes. And that is the wrong thing to do because it's not realistic. And when you've got this long laundry list of all the goals and big changes that you want to make, what happens is, when you're not able to keep up with just one of them, then you decide to throw the whole list away because, hey, you know, I already messed up. Let's just throw it all out. We'll try again in February. Next thing you know, we're trying again next January when we should make the goals smaller and realistic. So if you're somebody who has never been someone who works out seven days a week, let's not start off by saying we're going to work out seven days a week. If you're someone who, you know, is drinking you know, four cups of coffee a day and you're saying you want to cut back to two, okay, we'll do that, but don't change your whole diet and change your whole fitness routine on top of it. Make small steps that can be realistic that you know are steps that are actually achievable. Things that are going to make sense for you to be able to do. So I always suggest that clients pick an area first, fitness or nutrition. And you all know kind of what camp you're in based on what you like. Some people, they don't want to be bothered working out. They would much rather get their diet on track. Some people are the opposite of that. So figure out what feels best to you. Do you like to work out? Do you want to add a a few days of working out to your schedule? Do you not mind cutting back on eating, being more selective with the foods that you put in your body? But you know, hell no, I don't like to go to the gym. Well, figure it out. Make those small changes. Okay, but make them realistic. And if you're somebody who's embarking on something that you know that you don't love, maybe it's going to the gym. Let's not set out with a five or seven day routine. Let's say, hey, we're going to make it to the gym twice this week. We're going to make it to the gym twice a week for every week in January. Something small. Now, notice that that is, you know, a great goal for someone who has not been going to the gym. But if you're someone who is really great in the gym, That would seem like nothing to you, but maybe you need to tighten up your diet. So think about it in that way. Now, the next thing is pillar number two, let us be specific. So try giving yourself little challenges that you know you can work toward. So whether you're saying, hey, you know, at the end of the month, I'm going to be able to run a 5K, or maybe you're saying, you know, I'm going to hit these certain targets in the swimming pool, you know, as I'm swimming. Maybe you're saying, you know, I'm going to be adding, you know, a four day a week yoga routine. I'm going to show up to yoga four days a week for the next 30 days. Be specific. Because when we say things in a very broad way, like I am going to get more fit, I am going to start working out. 
Okay. That could look like anything. Let us be more specific about what we're really looking at. And notice that these are goals that don't necessarily relate to losing weight. They don't necessarily relate to losing inches because, hey, those things may fluctuate, but you will know if you met your goal if you did all the things that you said you would do and the amount of time you said you would, okay? Pillar number three, ask for help. A lot of you want to do better, know you should be doing better in some area of body wellness. Maybe you don't have the support in your household, but I suggest asking for help, whether it be friends who you form a community with, who are going to keep you accountable and uh, who are going to be there to help you stay motivated when you want to give up. Maybe you say, I don't have any friends like that. Well, you might want to look into getting some professional help. Maybe you've got a personal trainer at the gym or a nutritionist that you could see. And I know the first thing a lot of you are thinking is, well, that sounds really expensive. How am I going to pay for that? That's not in the budget. Well, one of the things that you could think about doing is using virtual training. And that's one of the things that we, we do in my business. So virtual training means that you're cutting down on the cost, right? You're able to get meal plans. You're able to get personal training help without having the cost of an in-person person. And maybe you decide to go in with a group of friends and you guys split the cost. And by doing so, it means everybody is holding each other accountable and you're able to actually afford the help. Okay. Pillar number four, pillar number four is set up your time frame. So if you're saying that you're going to work out every morning at 5 a.m., let's be specific. It's 5 a.m. And let's say I'm going to do that three days a week. Okay, got it. 5 a.m., three days a week. It's something very easy to check back and see, did I meet the goal? Did I put my, you know, output together to reach the goal? So you want to set time frames for things. There's this other thing that, hey, if you're somebody who has not been working out or somebody who's not been eating healthy, saying I'm going to be eating healthy for all of 2021, that sounds daunting. 12 months of doing something completely different than you are used to doing is not realistic, which takes us back to pillar number one. So let's set time frames for reaching the goals. Now, pillar number five is important. Pillar number five changed my life and the way that I thought about fitness and nutrition. And it, it could be a game changer for you. Pillar number five is figuring out your why. So why do you want to enhance overall body wellness, okay? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to eat healthier? And notice that the first thing a lot of us think is, well, to look better, to lose the five pounds, to lose the inches. But that's not why we want to do it. The why is usually something much deeper. So I don't know about you, but I do enjoy chasing my kids around without getting out of breath. I do enjoy being able to run up and down the steps in my house, grab something from upstairs, come back downstairs, and it'll not be a big thing. I do notice a difference in myself when I haven't done cardio and I'm trying to do all those things, right? Um, it may be that you want to live a healthier lifestyle because you've seen other people who are in your life and your family who have, you know, passed away sooner than they should have because they have not taken care of themselves. 
Maybe it's that you've got some underlying conditions of some sort that you would like to try to, you know, figure out how you can heal those things and what steps you could actually take. So figure out your why. It's something deep. So if we take away the losing weight, we take away the losing inches, what's left? Why is it? Figure that out. I'd write that down. And I would refer back to that every day before you are embarking on a new meal plan, a new workout plan, so that there's something behind all of this. Now, the sixth thing is probably one of my favorites, which is be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. You are not going to necessarily get this right away. So the first month may be harder. The first week, you know, you might not make all of, you know, the goals that you set out for yourself. Maybe you've got to reevaluate and say, hey, this is a lot tougher than I thought. I need to scale it back a bit, make it more realistic so that this is fun, so that I can enjoy it. So you want to be thinking about that. You want to think about, hey, how can I be kind to myself here? Some of these exercises that I've you know, set up for myself, these are a bit hard. I'm not quite at that level yet. You know, I thought I was going to be able to cut out all the sugar. This is tough. Maybe I'm going to cut out, you know, 50% of the sugar that I was eating, you know, at the end of 2021. These are the things that we've got to start thinking about. How can we be kinder to ourselves? Because a lot of people are on this all or nothing sort of stint where it's like, we're going to do it all right or we're not going to do it. Be kind. Do as much as you can correctly and figure out if you need to change the goals. Now, in moving into this new year, there's still a lot of things going on with current events. There's still a lot of things happening in people's lives, a lot of health things happening. So you just want to be cognizant of that as you're figuring it out. So the seventh is make it fun. So I remember before I actually started embarking on my big fitness journey, I kind of had a love-hate relationship with fitness. It was fine, but I didn't absolutely love it. And so I needed to figure out, well, how can I make myself like this? And I started focusing on different types of fitness. So I did hot yoga for a year. That was fantastic. I, you know, embarked on dancing, love to dance. It's a lot of fun for me. So figuring out ways that I could move my body without this whole idea of, well, it's got to be running a mile. It's got to be going for long walks. It's got to be doing things that I don't like. There's so many ways to get moving, even if it's something like rock climbing, even if it's something like playing a game like tag with your kids and you're moving for 30 minutes, right? That time goes by so fast. It's fun and you don't even realize what you're doing. There's some of you who love to cook. So this idea of trying new recipes that are more in alignment with health and nutrition goals that you have, that's important too. So those are things we want to think about. So number seven is make it easy for you. So make a plan that works for you. So I'm somebody who works out early in the morning. I'm up before everybody else gets up. In fact, this morning, um, because I had a change in schedule, I was working out at 4.30 this morning. That's important to me. I like doing that because I've got a lot of responsibilities and I know that if I do it first thing in the morning, there's nothing that's going to take it away from me. There's nothing that's going to happen. For some people, that's like, hell no, no way. I'd rather do it when I get home from work. 
and that's fine. The point is, find a routine that works for you. Forget what anybody else says about the timing. It will only make sense to you. You know, I have a lot of people say, how do you do that at 4.30 in the morning? How do you do it at 5? That sounds crazy. Yeah, to them, but it's the only way that I can be consistent. So that's something that's important. Number eight is make a progressive plan. So if you're starting out saying, hey, I'm going to be incorporating weights into my workout, right? And I'm going to be doing that four days a week. Well, we need to be thinking about, well, what's the progression? When do we start increasing the weights? When do we start increasing the reps? Because if you started out on day one of January and now it's day 30, we should have some sort of progressive plan to know that, okay, we're getting stronger. We're able to do more. Maybe it's running. You're doing a little bit more. Maybe with the food. Originally, you were cutting back 50% of the sugar. Okay, can we turn it up now? Can we turn it up to cutting back to 75%? Let's think about those types of things that are going to help make things more challenging to you, but also allow you to get the results that you want. Because at the end of the day, we know that if you're not seeing the results, you are going to be less likely uh, and less motivated to go on in the coming months to keep doing the same thing. Number nine is change your perspective. There is no single dietary plan or workout plan that's going to change your life overnight. There's not going to be any quick and fast results. A lot of us go to the store. We see these magazines with the flashy titles. You know, for the men, you guys are looking at the men's health magazine. For us women, there's all sorts of stuff. And they say these things like, you know, get abs in 14 days and lose 20 pounds in a month. While, you know, that may work for some people, it's not going to work for most people. We also know that if you can lose it that quickly or gain it that quickly, it can be taken away from you that quickly too. I mean, there's no abs in 30 days unless you were pretty much almost there anyway. These are things that you've got to think about. So realize that there's no secret sauce. It's the consistency. The people who you really see, right, who are doing really well with body wellness, whatever that is, there are people who do it day in and day out. There is no secret sauce. And because they are consistent, they are able to see results. It gets easier for them. So these are things you want to think about. Number 10 is be patient. So instead of saying, wow, I'm really sore, I'm hurting, I've got an injury, I want to quit this altogether. You know what? I shouldn't go back to the gym anymore. Learn to rest instead of quitting. It is okay to say, hey, I need to take certain amount of days for rest. Remember, Initially, when you set out your plan, you should already know what the rest days are. You should already know what your cheat meals are, you know, for the week. Figure all that out. Don't make it all or nothing. Scale it back before you quit. But be willing to scale it back before you quit. Now, the difference between those of you who are going to be really successful with body wellness goals this year and those who are not will really come down to this. Who is going to quit? when the going gets tough and who's going to stick with it and realize, Hey, we got to scale this thing back. That'll be the big difference maker. And finally, this one is not talked about enough is do not forget your overall mental well being because mental well being is just as important, if not more important than any sort of exterior body goals, you know, nutrition or anything that you've got going on. So that takes us back to being realistic, picking things that are fun for us, 
not draining ourselves, not pushing ourselves so hard that things are not realistic. I also want to say this, whatever your goal is, allow it to be fun and allow it to be transformative. I talked to you about figuring out what your why was, you know, Last week, I wasn't feeling so great. You'd hear a little bit of it now. And so it was the first time in four years that I did not work out for a week. That was insane. There was a point in my life where it would have been like, wow, to not work out for a week, that's awesome. <laughs> and yet it was not. And it's it, it all comes back to the fact that for me, body, wellness, food, and also working out became part of a lifestyle a part of who I am, um, and has helped me with so many things in my life. And we've talked about this some before, but for those of you who don't know, you know, my fitness journey really started back when I started competing um, in pageants. And so I competed in the Miss Virginia pageant, then competed in the Miss Maryland pageant, went on to compete at Miss USA. And all that was when I said, oh, wow, you know, like I'm actually enjoying this fitness thing. I'm enjoying taking care of my body. I'm feeling so much better mentally, physically. I'm being a better partner, being a better mother than I was when I wasn't doing those things. And so now it's a staple. So everybody in my life knows, don't ask me anything until I have hit the gym, right? The answer is probably not going to be too positive uh, if I haven't been able to do that. And it's really allowed me also to put myself first to say, hey, I am just as important, if not more important than everybody at my office, everybody at my house. And by me pouring into myself, I am able to pour out so much more. And I think when you start thinking of your body wellness goals from this perspective, you are going to be able to say, oh, wow, you know, this is a journey I want to embark on because actually it's not selfish. It's not only for me. It's for everything around me. And I also find, as you will as well, that this becomes a journey that's not just exterior motivated, but it's something that has transformed my life, meaning even my business, even my interaction with friends and family, and it will for you as well. So with all that being said, I think you've got a lot to think about in terms of figuring out, hey, what are my goals going to be for this upcoming year? How am I going to make this the year that counts? So if you'd like any more tips or tools, I encourage you to check out MaxingU, just the letter U.com. And we've got a lot of resources there, free resources that you could download, see how we could be helpful to you. Certainly come back and check out the podcast. We're going to keep on riffing about how you can become the best you this year in all areas of your life. And with that, I'm out, but I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now. This was another episode of Maxing You. Keep up with Coach T off the podcast and follow our Instagram at Maxing underscore you. Follow us. Want some more of Maxing You? Yeah, I'm lit. Yeah. Visit our site, MaxingU.com.